Welcome to another edition of the Dumb and Dumbest Podcast, a music industry podcast where everything is terrible and the house is on fire. I am not Matt Bacon, but I am Keefe from GhostCodeMag.com, the occasional co-host of Dumb and Dumbest Podcast. And with me as always, the consistent, amazing, handsome, well-endowed, interestingly coiffed, and charmingly funny, Curtis Dewar. Hello. And what are we going to talk about today, Curtis? Well, we kind of came up on the fly right before this podcast, the topic of Black Friday, because although it's not held in every single country, Black Friday is a big thing in North America. I think it's in the UK, and I believe Australia has it too, but at least over in this side of the world, specifically in in America, United States of America, that is, um, it's a big day for people to go out shopping. Um, I'm not really, I, I don't think Black Friday started up here until like 10 years ago, maybe 15. But um, it's like a big American tradition. They get stuffed on turkey apparently and then they go out shopping the next day. Is this correct, Keithy? Yes, the actual terminology Black Friday comes from the day in commercial sales when companies go into the black financially in the ledger books that used to be used for accounting now we have quickbooks and other things and so you may you, you discount a lot of things people come out in droves and buy stuff and your sales go through the roof you move a lot of product you are now in the black for the year and you know obviously you anything you make between now and christmas that's left over that you didn't sell over the black friday weekend you you now make is uh, a cherry on top on your profit and now you can pay additional tax because you just made a lot of extra profit well more money more problems as the rap says exactly so okay so one of the things we wanted to talk about was so a lot of bands do not take advantage of black friday like they should um i do know that some people do uh but the majority do not and um i mean basically you should, like, if you have something to sell, you should be taking advantage of Black Friday in some way. Yes, I know you don't want to discount your product. Um, yes, I know it's a pain in the butt. Yes, you hate to be commercial the whole nine yards. But the thing is, is like, at least for the audience of this podcast, are we're here to help you actually, you know, attempt to be somewhat successful, and that includes financially, whether you hate money or you love money or whatever. I mean, money is something that's necessary. So, you know. You kind of got to get into the swing of things and start promoting your products for Black Friday. So, like, if you got, for example, um, like, you don't want to just, I, I would suggest not focusing on digital product as being, like, your main thing for Big Friday, Big Friday Black Friday, because you want to focus on your physical product. Would you agree with that, Keithy? 
Well, I do. And I, I, I think it's a combination. You see a lot of, first of all, there's Record Store Day, which is held in April. Record Store Day had launched a Black Friday version a few years ago. And so now Record Store Day, Black Friday is a huge thing where just like Record Store Day in the spring, there are custom vinyls and box sets and special packages that only come out in limited editions for this event and holiday. Uh, I do see a lot of bands using the event and the weekend to sell digital merch. I do see physical record stores moving a lot of product over this weekend because it's Christmas. People are shopping for the holidays whether you're a sort of anti-consumerist person like myself or you're all in and you love the holidays and you love to give gifts, whatever you do. Um, I like the idea of supporting bands. I love supporting underground genres and artists uh, as much as I certainly love some major ones. And I do see probably an equal amount of physical merch versus digital on this holiday. Yeah, you're probably going to – yeah, you're probably – like here's the thing. You can use use this day to move a lot of product, whether it is physical or digital. I mean, if you're one of those bands that was stupid and got yourself five five thousand copy run of vinyl and you're stuck with four thousand four hundred fifty copies, this is a perfect opportunity to lose some product. Like if you can discount it down to you know forty fifty percent, go for it. People are expecting deals on Black Friday and they're expecting deals throughout the week, so you might as well go with it. So. Even though it's by the time this comes up, I think it's going to be Tuesday. Um, but even if you're listening to this and it's Thursday or even Friday, you can still have like a Black Friday week sale. Stores do it all the time. You can have a Cyber Monday week sale. Um, you know, you just kind of got to come up with the gimmick, put a couple packages together, uh, slash the prices down. Don't slash them down too much because you don't want to like give away the farm, obviously. But I mean, like for example, if you got like a he- like a huge backlog of records that you haven't sold or CDs or some such thing, there's no reason why you couldn't slash it down to move some product. You know what I mean? So if you got 500 copies of your record, you only sold 400 copies. You know, reduce the price by 70 percent, 60 percent. That way, you're not sitting there with a bunch of product that you can't sell. Or like, you know, if you got digital products, you could take a huge hit on that and not lose any money. You don't want to go too too. You don't want to go too too low, but at the same time, you want to make it low enough for people for it to attract people. Um, one thing that I've done that's worked quite well for me, at least, and I know this this is going to have to be something different for bands, is like every once in a while I'll do a sale where it's like buy uh, three months of PR, you get the fourth month free. You know, so basically, you know, I'm not reducing my price, but I'm giving something extra. A band could do something similar. You know, you could say something like, you know, buy a vinyl album, get uh, three digital copies for free or something, or, you know, get uh, a shirt, get blah, blah for free. You know what I mean? So that way you're not reducing your price, but you're giving something extra that doesn't really cost you much money or you already have a large quantity of it. I mean, there's a whole bunch of different things you can do, but like if you bundle things correctly and make it attractive enough, you can really turn or turn, make Black Friday work for you. And a lot of bands have done this quite successfully. And especially in the metal genre, a lot of people like to do the whole like piece of the anti-consumerist thing. And they won't even do Black Friday. So if you do Black Friday, you're going to stand out. Have I said too much? Not at all. Uh, you've said plenty. I'm going to chime in and say a few things. So first of all, just to lay out the landscape. So Black Friday, which was traditionally the, you know, Walmart opens at 4 a.m. and people kill each other for a toaster or a Furby or whatever, a Rubik's Cube, whatever, uh, Elmo, whatever. Um, 
There's now Small Business Saturday. I'm a huge fan. If you're not a very big consumerist person and you don't like huge corporate big box stores and you want to support mom and pop businesses and Etsy store owners and things like that, shop Small Business Saturday. Shop small. I urge and implore you. And then Cyber Monday, which is actually, ironically, last year for the first time ever, Cyber Monday took in more money than Black Friday. Why? Because people don't want to leave the house and deal with human beings. They want to sit at home in their Barca lounger, in their PJs, um, and watching the Yule Log on channel, t- you know, on channel eleven. If you're in New York, and they wanna want to deal with the Walmart shoppers personally. No, and le- you know, whatever. Just in general, people are. Uh, it's kind of what's what's happened is kind of gross. Let's be honest. In a in a in a regular sense of the world, but we're talking about supporting artists and bands. So you have all bands, artists, musicians, small businesses. All three of those days apply to you. Black Friday for everybody. Small Business Saturday, of course you are. And Cyber Monday, again, everybody that has a digital store of any kind, Cyber Monday is for you. And Cyber Monday actually takes in the most amount of money. And there's also, let me not forget, Giving Tuesday. If you're the charitable type, Tuesday is a great day. Save a portion of your money you were going to buy a third TV with uh, or a Nintendo Switch and donate that to your favorite charity or good cause, please. I didn't even know that existed. That's news to me, but okay. I used to work in the nonprofit world so for social media. So, of course, that's another area I'm very passionate about. And then – Hey, metal bands, here's a secret tip for you. All metal bands, listen up. $6.66 is a great price point for you to sell your stuff on Black Friday. Why is that, Keithy? Because metalheads love Satan and the devil and deviltry and devilish imagery, even if they're not Satanists or devil worshipers. Metal fans love a gimmick. And if you're in PR and you're marketing a band or you're just a band in general, you need to be aware of ways to get people's attention. And um, I'll say also, a lot of these bands started doing their Black Friday, air quotes, sale weeks ago. Weeks ago. So you can get in literally Friday morning and bundle together all of your, you know, everything you have on Bandcamp and just cut it by 30% and you might move a few more than you did before. It's not a loss, especially digital stuff, right? It's not really a loss of money when you've already recorded it. That stuff's paid for and, you know, the bills are paid already usually and you're just making money on your already released album that's kind of, you know, it's a good way to drum up attention. Maybe put out a, maybe put out a digital single on Friday that's already on a release and just re, you don't have to do anything for it. You can just surprise digital single release and use that to promote your Black Friday sale uh, with no effort. You could even, if you wanted to put all your stuff for free on Bandcamp, like digitally, you could use that as a gimmick to get your, your mailing list built up too, if you wanted to. <laughs> Indeed, indeed. I'll also mention from a music industry standpoint that Black Friday, you know, it's only in the last couple of years where New Music Friday is on Friday, of course. And, um, you know, it was very in the past. No records were really coming out late in the year except box sets and things and a few other straggler records that didn't have a release date. But actually, there's quite a few brand new albums coming out this Friday, surprisingly, including the very anticipated new Cattle Decapitation album on Metal Blade. So kind of a surprise. Yeah, and Bolzer and a few other things. And, uh, you know, just kind of a surprise. Stop whispering. No one can hear you um, while I'm talking. You have to wait till no one's talking and then whisper, Curtis. We've been over this. 
You will learn eventually, or never. I don't know. Matt's not here to really insult you, so I have to take up the slack. It hurts. It hurts me. But um, yes, Bolzer is also releasing their new album. Go listen to it. Cattle decapitations, pretty strong. Uh, it's a little surprise strategy to release. It's such a chaotic day. It's such a day when so much attention is everywhere else. It's a holiday weekend. People are all l trip to fanned out from the turkey and their families upsetting them, and they're gonna. You know, it's very interesting that bands are releasing new music on Black Black Friday. What do you think about that, Curtis? I think it's insane. I saw a post on uh, Tinnitus last week. I don't know if this is true, but apparently this week is supposed to be one of the largest release weeks uh, for all genres of the entire year. I don't know whether that's true or not. Um, I'm looking at the heavy metal stuff right now. There's a ton of stuff, not as much as I thought, but there's quite a bit of stuff. Um, I mean, I can sort of understand it. Like, here, like here's one thing I just want to point out, and you feel free to disagree with me Kiki but I think that smaller bands are at a huge disadvantage when they try to release on like a Black Friday or a Christmas day or a holiday or a week when there's like a ton of other people released because if you're new and nobody knows who you are you're kind of swimming upstream like I'm just looking at some of the bands that are releasing this week you got stuff like Cattle Decapitation like Pete said uh, you got Prong coming out uh, you got Aussie, Aussie Box set. Did you know about Prong or I knew. I interviewed Prong very. interviewed Tommy Victor. Prong is one of my heroes, and I love Prong, and I'm stoked on that two-song digital single and seven-inch package. Very excited. Like, I didn't know about them. And then Agaloc is, uh, however you say their name, is um, re-releasing some stuff. There's some smaller bands, but, I mean, the main, the main point is, like, you know, you got Record uh, Store Day this week. I probably, like, if I was in a smaller band, I would have waited till like, the 6th or even a week before to release something. But, but I mean, like, let's say if you already set your release date and you're a smaller band, just try to go with the tide. Try to figure out how you can use it to your advantage. Like, push Black Friday sales as much as you can. Um, I would buy ads for it. I would be sending people to my mailing list. I would be posting frequently this week just because when you're going up against things like cattle decapitation, which is going to be heavily, heavily, heavily anticipated, you know, it's, and Prong, Prong is still a very big band. You know, you got to do something to bust through the attention. Yes, I realize that um, maybe you're a stoner metal band and cattle decapitation isn't direct competition with you, but they're still metal. They're still going to be getting the attention from the metal press. A lot of the sites that you're trying to get attention with, they're going to be are going to be covering them. So you kind of got to keep this in mind at the same time. I'm kind of going off topic, I realize. No, you're fine. I changed the topic a little bit. I'm going to say that of the brand new music that was never out before, the four main ones that I can think of just off the top of my head, as we mentioned, Cattle Decapitation, Prong, Red Death, excellent hardcore band. Um, and I feel like I'm going to say one more. Bolzer, obviously. There's a few. And then uh, Hot Take. Probably the best beside the Aussie box set that looks insane. The 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 best I think Pink Floyd part of Pink Floyd's new box set comes out on Friday and the rest of it is in December. But um, the best probably secret weapon release of all of Record Store Black Friday is Pearl Jam's MTV Unplugged on vinyl for the first time. Whoo, beast! I'm not even the biggest Pearl Jam fan, but that MTV Unplugged for Pearl Jam is definitely in the top five or six ever and is amazing. They were pretty young back then. It was great. 
I don't think I've ever even seen that, but now I want to see that or listen to it rather. Oh, it's so good, dude! It's so good. I'm, I'm googling it right now because I, I didn't even realize Pearl Jam. I, I think it's on. Yeah, of course they. Yeah, it's, I think it's on YouTube. The whole thing. Um, so definitely bands and uh, labels and artists and artisans and people, Etsy store owners, make use of Record Store Black Friday. Move some merch so you can make room and make some more next year. We all want to crush it before the end of the year and make a few more sales. And if you're a services-based business, just like Curtis said earlier, Curtis will offer a Black Friday deal. I could definitely approach some of my marketing clients and offer them a deal. I could very well sell discounted Ghost Cult ads on Black Friday. If anybody's interested, DM me. We'll do that. So these things are all viable. I know that there's sort of, a, again, a part of this that feels a little gross and smarmy. Uh, I don't love money and the idea that money makes the world go round, but it does, unfortunately. You need to, you need to listen to 50, or not 50 Cent, uh, Little Wayne's uh, Got Money a Zillion Times on Keith. Ugh, I can't listen to Little Wayne even for five seconds. Fucking love Little Wayne. But anyways. You fucking love Lil Wayne. Wow. That's just, that's a revelation to me. I, I'm just not a fan, man. My my love of rap and hip hop kind of ended at like KRS-One, Dead Prez, Biggie, Tupac. Corn. Jonathan Davis did a good cover of Got, Got Money if you really can. He, he did. He did. He did. Anyways, I got you off track. That's fine. Corn loves their rap. Is there anything else we want to talk about? Record Store of the Day, Black Friday. Release schedules and strategy. Yeah, there's one last thing I want to bring up. Uh, just on the release schedule, uh, release strategy is uh, always check to see what's coming out prior to scheduling your release. Don't just kind of like throw a dart at the wall and kind of decide based on that. And don't decide based upon when you can play a release show. Always check. Heavy Music Headquarters is really good for a list. They usually, they're usually quite up to date with stuff for the next few months. Go in, but nothing's ever perfect because stuff is going to get, you're going to find stuff gets released later. But if, if you're sitting three months out, go to Heavy Music Headquarters or a similar place, check to see who is releasing. If it's, if you see that there's four or five major bands and you're a smaller band, pick a different week. Or if you see there's already like 60 releases scheduled, Pick a different different week because all the sites are, you know, I'm sorry, all the bands are competing for the same coverage at all the same sites. There's probably like a total of maybe six or seven hundred worldwide metal uh, and hard rock sites, probably total. There's probably a bit more than that, but you know, but for major ones, there's probably a there's probably like a grand total of fifty, and then everybody else is probably going to be like in the B and C level or even D. So if you want to get into the A-level sites, or if you want to get in the B-level sites, pick a release week where it's fairly low, because no one's going to be able to cover you otherwise. They all want it. Everybody's first pick is to cover the A-level bands, then the Century Medias and the Metal Blade bands, and all the rest of that. So if you want to get, and it doesn't matter how good your publicist is, if there's a shit ton of new releases coming out by major labels and major bands, and you're a new band, you ain't getting covered. That's all I wanted to say. I'm going to go one step further and finish this off with this. I think if, looking at this schedule and thinking in my mind about how dominating Record Store Day Black Friday has become, 
and box sets are a huge thing. We haven't even talked. There's a bunch of box sets. There's companies that just do custom vinyl all year long, and they push, they push these things really hard. Newberry Comics is a chain in the Northeast that I'm a huge fan of, and they do amazing sales all year round, but especially on the holidays. Like if you know your record is done over the summer, and you're looking at a fall release. And you haven't put your record out between early September and Halloween. We've said this many times on the pod. Definitely put it out in early November, but kind of skip Black Friday as a record release day in the future. Because I think unless you have, like, Prong has a very unique physical package. Rodrigo y Gabriela, I forgot to mention them. That's the band I couldn't remember before. Has a brand new three-song Flamenco Covers EP with Metallica, Slayer, and Megadeth Covers. But that's got a cool like vinyl version. The prong has a really cool physical package. But other than that, if you're put don't put out new music on new like I'm sure Metal Blade, I would never question them. The greatest metal label ever, 35 years in the business. I would never question their brilliance. And I'm sure it was a strategic thing to put the cattle decapitation record out this late. But I like unless you're that big, you really shouldn't. It's probably a mistake. Yeah, cattle decapitation is going to get covered no matter when the fuck they release. I mean, let's face it. I agree. I, I totally agree. And our review is coming soon. It goes cult. Uh, Curtis, as we finish up, what do you have to promote and plug? Um, all I really want to promote and plug at this moment is I want to promote and plug that uh, Keith has a great site at Ghost Call. I'm going to promote you at this time. Um, and he's been a big help with Doer PR over the years with featuring a lot of the bands. And I just want to give major props to him today for that, uh, for no other reason than just the fact that he doesn't get the recognition that he deserves sometimes, but he does a lot of great stuff over there. And I really appreciate everything he does. You're a total sweetheart, Curtis. Thank you so much for giving me a plug. That's really nice of you. And I'll just follow up and say that uh, there's no favoritism paid over here. I actually really like the labels and the bands that Curtis works with. I'm pretty fair all the way around. I think uh, we'll, we'll, we've will we done several podcasts on this topic in the past, and we shall again someday about how to build relationships with music websites and journalists so they work with you repeatedly. But Curtis, I, I greatly, greatly appreciate those kind words. This has been the Dumb and Dumbest Podcast, and you have been listening.